Welcome to Mission Sunlight Chat from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. We are in our studio here in Chattanooga, Tennessee in the USA. Wherever you're watching around the globe, welcome to our program. My name is Christopher Beeson and our Director of Production and Engineering today is Jordan Wagner. Mission Sunlight Chat is a nonprofit Christian media production. So if you'd like to know more, you can visit missionsunlight.org. And if you want to give, would you click donate? We appreciate whatever you would like to do for this work. One more thing before we get into today's program. We want to touch more lives for Jesus, to share the story of Jesus, to spread the truth as it is in Jesus. So if you can't share time, prayers, or monies, would you please share the link to today's program with a friend or even an enemy? Uh, post it on your social media. Text it to a friend right now. Even snail mail it if you want. Share Mission Sunlight Chat today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our guest today is my friend Ed Rusk. Ed, thanks so much for joining us. Wonderful to be here, Chris. Before we you. begin, would you have a word of prayer for us? Absolutely. Father, we come to you now with open hearts and ask you to um, guide us as we talk about our, the story that you've given us. We all have a story, and we just hope and pray that my story points to you only. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Ed. That's, that's, that's the goal here. We're <laughs> telling stories, but we want to point to Jesus. So thank you for that prayer. Speaking of stories, um, what's your story today? What are you up to? Well, um, I ha I'm, an, I'm an accountant throughout the day working for Chatham Chemicals as their CFO. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been there 18 years. When I was there probably two years into it, um, I realized that I started to feel like I wasn't doing anything for God's service. Hmm. Working for a public company, um, a, shall I say a worldly company, and sitting in my, in, in my office one day, someone comes in and they say, can I talk to you a minute? Close, close my office door and they they say, I've got an issue on a personal basis, and I've been watching you. Mm. And I like the way that you carry yourself and the way that you problem solve and the way that you deal with the employees. You treat everybody like, they, like you care about them. Um, can I bounce my problem off of you? And it was at that moment that I realized that's why God has me there. Amen. To be an influence to other people and regardless of whether I was working for um, Adventist Health Systems, Life Care Centers of America, own private ventures or wherever, um, it reinforced to me that it's, it's critical that I'm a positive influence to those people around me. So that's what I'm doing now. Empathy made a huge difference in the office space. Oh, it does. It's so often lost. Mm. It's interesting that, you know, my question to you was, you know, what are you doing? Um, often as I do these interviews, I ask people, um, you know, what are you, what are you doing? How are you sharing Christ in your marketplace? And, and we often talk to what I would call religious leaders um, and we're, we're developing conversations like this one today with business leaders who believe in ministry, not just in saying, let's throw some dollars at this mission project, 
but let's be missionaries where we are in the marketplace that God has given to us, which uh, if you're aware of the organization called ASI, sharing Christ in the marketplace, in, in your marketplace, wherever that is to you, is, is the theme, the motto of the organization. So as you uh, found yourself in this experience, you were kind of exhibiting Christ in your marketplace, maybe without even being aware. Um, yeah. But as you said, you were two years in and Maybe epiphany is too strong of a word, but you you know, where does God want me to to share Christ here? Yeah, very true. Um, have you had other experiences where um, you've been able to impact others in your in your work uh, sphere? Well, um, one of the things that I um, frequently share in um, interviews as we're interviewing new employees is. One of the things that I'm most proud of is the culture that we've created there, mm -hmm. a culture of caring about the person next to us. And um, I always wanna treat people in the company in such a way that when I'm walking down the grocery store aisle, I can look them in the eyes and know that I've treated them fairly. Mm -hmm. And- Not have to dodge them because they're mad at you. Correct, correct. <laughs> We may have terminated people, which we've had to do, but we terminate them with as much dignity as we can possibly contribute. Right, minimize, um, minimize that painful yeah, experience for them. Realize, so I, so I emphasize to our staff that um, we should treat people as people, not as numbers. We're a hundred person, in, a hundred person company. Mm -hmm. um, so we know every, everybody, we know most people's stories and that gives us the benefit of being able to treat people as individuals. Ed, you and your wife have, um, I, I guess I've known you for, I don't know, I, I'd say we're going on 15 years for sure, but close to 20 years. Um, we have a mutual friend who introduced us um, and I've known her for about 18 years, so we're going on 20 years, I think. Uh, and um, as I've watched you and Brita, your wife, um, you believe in missions. You, mm -hmm. you don't just talk about it. You don't just write on your tithe envelope, uh, here's $100 or even here's $1,000, whatever you might give. But you get your hands dirty in it. Mm -hmm. you're, you're a believer in in traveling to the mission field. I know that Brita has been, um, is it Kenya? I think she's been to a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and I know you've followed her out there. I know with your full-time job, it might be a little harder for you to get away, but the two of you have gotten your hands dirty. Tell us a little bit about your mission experience. Well, um, I went to Union College um, where we sling a de ink and push a de pen. And um, after my second year of college, I went over to Malawi, Africa to be a student missionary. I was an accountant for a mission hospital mm -hmm. in, um, at Malamulo Hospital. And it was there that the mission interest was really sparked mm -hmm. for me. Um, it was a great experience, completely changed who I was as a person. I went over there with a debilitating stuttering problem and came back and, um, God gave me the confidence to speak up front 
gave me the confidence in myself um, and virtually took away the stuttering. Mm -hmm. I have no idea if it happened instantaneously on the flight home or if it happened gradually as I was over there. All I know is I came back and people started asking me, how was your experience and where's your stuttering problem? Mm. (laughs) So it was an opening door for me to talk about what happened over there okay through um angels rescuing me um off of a broken down motorcycle to um god holding back a possible bullet in my back mm. um when i was um, traveling back home through amsterdam god has a plan for me amen and he has a plan for all of us but for me personally my time in Malawi opened up my eyes to jumping in the middle of a mission project and doing whatever I can to help. Um, we've been um, blessed enough to travel to multiple places over the years, um, getting our hands dirty, be it Chad, Africa, or Kenya, or um, South Africa, Lesotho. Uh, multiple places. Um, Africa's in my heart. Um, Amen. Because it totally changed me. But <clears throat> I have found over the years that it's so rewarding for us to just give of our talents. Um, Breed is a registered dietitian. I'm an accountant. Um, I'm not a builder but I know how to work hard and to um, do what you're asked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I can be a very good yes man. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more. You mentioned union. I want to talk a little bit more about where you came from, but first we're going to take a break. Just a reminder, missionsunlight.org is a place where you can learn more. That's S-O-N, missionsunlight.org. You may give there or shoot us an email with your comments too. Uh, Share today's program link or the entire podcast with a friend by text, by social media, or even by email. Take a moment right now and share it with someone. We'll be back soon with more Mission Sunlight Chat. Mission Sunlight Chat. Our guest today, Ed Rusk. Ed, entrepreneur here, lives right here where we are in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Ed, thanks so much for sharing a little bit of your story there. You and your wife are entrepreneurs. Even today, you've got some uh, exciting things that are happening now as you look forward to the future. We're going to talk about that, but first I want to step back. I want to talk about um, where you came from. You haven't always been an entrepreneur. You haven't always been an accountant. Tell me about your early years and, and the connection to what you're doing today. Well, um, I was raised in a um, Baptist and Catholic home. Mm-hmm. Um, parents divorced when I was 10, and um, 
I came out of an alcoholic and abusive home. Mm. My dad was an alcoholic and my mom was the abusive one. And it was um, eh, sad. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I didn't really under, understand anything about the Bible or Christ, Christianity. I was a, um, an altar boy in the Catholic Church, but I enjoyed going to my dad's Baptist church Sunday evenings because of the music. Mm. Um, and after my parents divorced a couple years later, my dad met this Adventist lady and that was my introduction to Adventism. Okay. And, um, 14 years old, um, you liked the Baptist music was the Adventist music. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> good, good. Good okay. question. Carry on. <laughs> um, <clears throat> 14 years old, living south of Houston, my dad and my stepmom had moved up to Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas, around the Gentry area. Mm -hmm. And um, I realized that I I needed the influence of my dad. So I ran away from home, mm. got up to Arkansas, and um, they enrolled me halfway through my freshman year at Ozark Academy. I didn't have the faintest idea what I was doing in this Bible class. I think they graciously gave me a C minus just out of pity. Um, had no idea who Ellen White was or this spirit of prophecy stuff. And, okay. Um, <laughs> a, a, a year and a half later, I was baptized into the Adventist church primarily because of the influence of my stepmother. She's mm -hmm. the one who introduced me to Jesus. Okay. Um, she was, she's passed away now, but she was the most special person to me. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that God provided the family that I needed when my family was not pointing me in the correct direction. I got to ask this. You said your dad was the alcoholic, but he met this Adventist woman. So one of them influenced the other, and it sounds like the Adventist woman influenced him for the positive, but was she walking with Jesus at that point and she led was. him that way? Very much so. Wow. That's special. You know, it could have gone the other way. Absolutely. Um, he rented an apartment, and uh -huh. she was uh, managing the front office for the apartment complex. Okay. And he said, well, i got to straighten up if I'm going to catch her. Exactly. Exactly. So he got sober, and I was fortunate enough years later to give him his 20-year um, coin yeah, and and to then tell him how proud I was of him. You mentioned your stepmother's passed away. I, Your <laughs> father? Yeah, yeah. He's passed away also? Yes. Okay. Well, sounds like they were special people. They were to me, um, definitely. So you uh, enrolled at Ozark. You figured out who this Ellen White person was. You ultimately ended up at Union. Yep. And uh, it sounds like from there you took off uh, in both accounting and ministry with your experience in the mission field doing accounting at the hospital there. Yes, yes. All right. Um, <clears throat> during my, um, during my um, early teen years, someone said something to me that really sparked something in me. Okay. Someone said, you're going to end up just like your dad, unsuccessful broke but following Christ mm. and at that time I didn't really take hold to the following Christ part of it 
but I was bound and determined not to be unsuccessful and broke. You were offended enough to rebel against that. I was. I was. <laughs> it, it was. It, it, it was extremely rude of the person to say that. Um, I think they had the best intentions, mm. but it, but it, it really sparked the type A personality that I had hidden, I believe. And so um, throughout college and the first part of my career, I was bound and determined to be successful and worked hard and worked a lot of hours. And the drive that I had... <clears throat> is one of the things that my wife, Brita, was attracted to. Mm-hmm. And it's also one of the things that caused tension mm-hmm. in our marriage as well. So I'm a firm believer in um, marital counseling. Okay. Um, a good Christian counselor can solve a world of problems. <laughs> Amen. And you and you and Brita have a strong relationship, and, and you've uh, just, you know, as an aside, you have reached out to a number of, uh, young adults coming into the country from international places to work on their schooling, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. We currently have um, w- one foreign exchange student living with us from Germany. He's our fifth one. Mm-hmm. From Germany? Ha- from Germany. Okay. Well, fifth one of, from various places. Okay. Um, and we have a sixth one that you don't know about yet. Okay. That's coming Saturday night. Okay. You're going to have a Spain. house full. So um, we're going to have a 16 and a 15-year-old um, eating our pantry empty. Same gender? Yeah, okay. two boys. Yeah, be tough to have a boy and a girl from those yep. places. Yeah. You'd learn about dadhood quick. Oh, <laughs> that would... <laughs> we'll that move would on from that. <laughs> hey, so you, you have this uh, ministry, uh, this business ministry that you and Brita have started. And I want to share that with the folks, but first we're going to take another break. We certainly hope you've been encouraged by the program today. We have more to come. Remember, you can give at missionsunlight.org, and you can share this program with anybody right now. Thanks for doing both or either. We'll be back with more Mission Sunlight Chat. Our salvation is a day-to-day matter, isn't it? The real principle of the Sabbath is reconnecting ourselves with the Creator. We must learn to abide in Jesus now. We move ahead with our mission objectives, recognizing that we are serving together the Most High God. Welcome back to Mission Sunlight Chat. Our guest today, Ed Rusk. Ed, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. I want to talk a little bit about your future plans, but really they're your current plans that are developing. Um, as an entrepreneur, uh, your, your mind, if it's anything like mine, is constantly thinking, okay, what about this? What about this? How can we use this? And as a Christian entrepreneur, a mission kingdom-minded entrepreneur, you're thinking of how you can use it, how you can benefit the kingdom work with it. So you've got something with that in mind. Tell us about that, what you're up to. Well, earlier this spring, Brita and I launched Mm -hmm. DumpsterToday.com, a dumpster rental business in the Chattanooga area. And it's certainly not glamorous, but it's necessary. 
the idea with it is I'm planning to retire next spring. And um, I realize that when my income drops, one of the first things that's going to change is the your ability to give. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's not really fair to the organizations that we enjoy supporting. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create a um, side business as a revenue stream to support these these organizations. Mm-hmm. And we've completely dedicated the business to God. He will turn on and turn off the, the faucet as needed. Um, for instance, one week, it was looking really, really light. Um, and I thought, this is not good. Um, this is frustrating to me mm-hmm. as a as a businessman, right? You know, you always want to see upward uh, m- mobility. Well, <clears throat> God sees the end from the beginning, and um, on that Friday, our winch broke. Mm-hmm. New winch. It broke, and we were down for the next three days getting it repaired, and. <clears throat> if we would have it hard to deliver ex- <clears throat> exactly <laughs> and so if if we would have had a lot of deliveries stacked up then we wouldn't be able to handle them and it would be a a negative influence in the community f- for right. our business right so god had had those days virtually cleared out wow in preparation for what was going to happen right like okay lord shame <laughs> on me for having doubt I get it. <clears throat> so um, we've been open since May 1. This is August. This is our fourth month. And um, from month one, we've been fortunate enough to, blessed enough to write a check every month to the organizations that we want to continue supporting. So tell us a little bit about the business. What is Dumpsters Today? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> the tagline th- that I enjoy sharing is, um, we are dumpsters today, not dumpsters tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So in my research, um, most contractors um, hate renting dumpsters because people won't call them back and they won't show up when they say they're going to show up. So those are two things that are fixable just through simple customer service. Mm-hmm. So if a contractor is doing a, a remodel job, homeowner has a, a full garage that they need to get, need to get cleared out, um, or they're having a, a new roof put on, you need a dumpster to haul all that stuff off. And you need it now. And Keep you things moving. Most people need it today. So um, we guarantee same-day delivery. We don't work weekends, but Sunday morning, I delivered one to a to a customer that desperately wanted one Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, no problem. We'll get it to you. Um, so it's all about the right service, right? In an in a business area that has a need in town. Okay, so you provide the dumpster service. Um, you have a full-time driver we do have a full-time driver um so that's some overhead you've got dumpsters that's some overhead probably Mm -hmm. some significant overhead uh you've got a a delivery truck yep um things keep going maybe you'll need a second delivery truck 
Quite possible. Um, so you mentioned writing a check. What would you say um, to somebody else who is an entrepreneur um, and they're thinking similar? They're trying to uh, make a match to um, be able to continue their giving like they have in the past. I mean, obviously, you were thinking forward. Um, how, do you, how do you advise someone else um, who has the same concern? Where do they start? Where do they start thinking? Well, first thing you... First thing that you've got to do, in my opinion, is you've, you've got to dedicate, if you're searching for a business, you've got to dedicate your search to God. Amen. And after you find the business, dedicate the business to God, <coughs> that whatever you do in there is going to reflect Christ, mm -hmm. and that the, um, the contributions that you make from that business mm -hmm. have to be off the top. We can, we can all manipulate expenses in order to get to a net profit or net loss. But if you pay it off of the top, there's no negotiation on that. And so if you give your, your tithe off of the top, I guarantee you, God will bless. Amen. And we haven't had to fund the business um, since day one. So from an accounting standpoint, you're saying tithe your gross. Yes, exactly. And, it, and it makes a difference. Just like you do on your, uh, on your um, paycheck, uh, just as a standard employee, mm -hmm. tithe off of your gross. There's a cliche, you know, you can't outgive God. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot. I put that to the to the test um, er, early in my career. Um, I, I I was earning very very little, couldn't afford to tithe, needed to, to keep every dollar just to even eat, and um, I was going to put tithing to the test. So I wrote a tithe check, and. Um, that weekend, after putting the tithe check into the offering plate, um, my car developed problems. Mm. And I like, I really needed that tithe check to, to fix this. I was thinking it was going to be a big problem. The next day, I went to the auto um, shop and they said, Oh, it's just this. That's the only problem. Like, all right, what should have been a much bigger problem and cost me three four hundred dollars yeah was a 49 nine dollar part wow like all right lord i get it god is good so been tithing every day uh, every week since then okay you cannot outgive god ed um one of the things i like to ask our guests to do as we uh, wrap up programs is just share a word of testimony um, just some sort of word of encouragement uh, some are watching, some are listening today, maybe driving, maybe doing things around their home, maybe listening in their office, uh, riding a bike um, out for a run, wherever they are, and they're struggling with some similar circumstance uh, that you have struggled with. Would you just uh, look at them, uh, speak to them directly, and just share uh, from your own heart something encouraging uh, that God may lay on your heart? 
Absolutely. I would say the phrase that first comes to mind is have no fear. Mm. Um, there was a documentary film done on one of my Ironman races. Um, the website is I will not fear film.com. And um, it tells this tells this story of an Ironman race that I did up in Canada that did not go well at all and how God chose to take that opportunity to teach me a lesson. Hmm. And so um, speaking to me through um, a praise song throughout the race, the praise song encouraged me. And um, there's a phrase in the praise song that kept repeating itself in my head. Um, the song is titled Always by Christian Stanfill, and the phrase is, I will not fear the war, I will not fear the storm. Hmm. My help is on the way. So, regardless of what we're going through in life, we shouldn't have fear. It can be troubling, but if we recognize that our help is on the way, Amen then that should be a that should be a great source of encouragement for us yeah what was that website again i will not fear film.com i will not fear film.com and um if people are curious about connecting with you on uh, the dumpster project what's that website as well dumpstertoday.com dumpstertoday.com ed thanks so much for joining us today on our program is absolutely my pleasure, Christopher. Let's have a word of prayer as we close up. Father, as we uh, have just shared and heard testimonies from Ed about how you have worked in his and Brita's life and others around them, we just pray that we will each be willing to share what you have done to give the stories of mission and ministry uh, a chance for others to hear. And Lord blesses the uh, listener, hears and watches this uh, video podcast that they will um, be encouraged in whatever way you and your spirit are working. Thank you for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. That is today's program from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. This has been Mission Sunlight Chat with our guest, Ed Rusk. Again, Ed, thank you. I'm Christopher Beeson, your host and today's engineer, our director of production, Jordan Wagner. We thank you for joining us. Um, we thank you for sharing our show with your friends via text, email, uh, on your social media platforms. We also thank you for your gifts and your prayers, but especially, especially your prayers. That is all today from our studios in Chattanooga, Tennessee. This is Mission Sunlight Chat.